Welcome to Mental Wealth, the podcast to invest in your mind. Here I will help you make sense of your mind and behaviours, giving you the tools to have your best life. There is so much to share, so let's get into this episode and explore another great topic. Hi, it's Alison here, and this is episode three of Mental Wealth, the podcast to invest in your mind. I am delighted you're here with me today, and In this episode, we're going to share some ideas around the negative impact of comparing ourselves to others on social media. In episode two, we looked at the common habit that people fall into about comparing themselves to others, which, as we've said, is natural. But we do need to be paying close attention to the negative impact it has on our mental and emotional well-being and health. When we're comparing our true reality to another's what looks like rosy, Instagrammable life, our own shortcomings can begin to stand out. Social media has made it easier than ever to compare ourselves to other people. Before apps like Instagram and Facebook existed, the people we hung out with years ago would fade into a distant memory. Now, We are constantly bombarded with the highlights and achievements of their lives, along with those of total strangers. Study after study has compared that social media is associated with lower self-esteem, depression, anxiety and greater body shame. With mental health issues steadily increasing, especially in teens and millennials, I feel it's important to share how to loosen the grip comparison culture that has on your life. So here's some tips in this episode for how we can help ourselves. So to introduce us, we're going to look at social comparison as a form of sociological self-esteem, where we get our sense of self through comparing ourselves to others. This can make you feel dissatisfied about your own life, make you feel inferior and can even lead to depression. While benefits are shown for others, the act of comparing can lead to negative feelings of envy, low self-esteem, low self-confidence and isolation. For many of us, the why don't I look like her when we compare ourselves, say to a full-time Instagram model, can lead us to feel overwhelmed and low in mood. So let's have a look about what we can get from this topic. I've got some ideas that we can share and by the end of this episode, hopefully just by being able to pause and think about this topic, you can work out where you fit with what we are sharing. For some of you listening in, it won't affect you at all. Maybe some of the older people listening in have probably worked out that it's no good comparing yourself to someone else through social media. But let's have a look at some of my top ideas around this topic. So number one, we need to realise that social media is not reality. It's important to understand that social media shows an airbrushed, distorted view of people's lives. Sometimes the carefully curated images you see on social media can lead you to wonder how all your friends are so successful and how everyone looks like they're on holiday, by a beach or by a pool, except you. But this simply is not reality. Everyone experiences hardship and challenges in life, but 
things don't usually make it onto social media. It's so easy to think that everyone else has it all together except you. But that's just the impression that it gives through these filters and hand-picked photographs. Number two, we need to make social media sociable. The way you use social media can have a big impact on how it makes you feel. One study showed that mindless scrolling through social media induces depression and anxiety, particularly in adolescence, whereas contributing, sharing and interacting had the opposite effect. Try getting involved by sharing photographs or commenting on things that interest you. Social media can create for you to be that social platform, not just sit back and watch. Next one is to curate your feed. Are there certain people on your social media that make you feel bad when you see them on your feed? Unfollow them. Don't worry about potentially upsetting them. Your mental health comes first. Instead of of you following people that make you feel inadequate, anxious or depressed, fill your feed with people and animals who induce positive feelings. Your whole feed can be filled with pictures of puppies, nature and your closest friends. Whatever you want, whatever lights you up, you're in control. Next point is to confront the comparison. If you're feeling ready to do some internal work, ask yourself why seeing a particular person on social media makes you feel so bad. Perhaps they're stirring up thoughts that you're really not doing what you want to in life or that you're not feeling very secure about yourself in general. We often blame the other person for making us feel unsettled, but maybe there's a bit of internal work to do. This reflection allows you to work on yourself and make positive changes in your life. This kind of work can be challenging, but don't hesitate to reach out to somebody who can help you and support you in that reflection. So my next point is to reduce the amount of time you spend on social media. If particularly if you've noticed that you do feel low when you're on there. If you feel you've developed an unhealthy relationship with social media, it's important to understand that it's not your fault. Social media apps like Instagram and Facebook were literally built to be addictive and drive comparison. In fact, the engineer I read who created the like button on Facebook feels the need to limit his social media use. Sometimes the best way to shield yourself from potentially damaging mental health effects of social media is to use it less or stop using it altogether. I've literally heard friends and colleagues and clients say that they've come off social media and had a break from it and they feel good. No one is actually forcing you on social media and your real friends will connect with you in other ways like on your phone, WhatsApping, messaging, calling you even. I promise you will be okay if you use social media less. And for some of you, you might be sitting there thinking, I can't have a go at just reducing it and maybe having a small time away and just notice the difference it has on your well-being. Okay, so 
that's my thoughts or some thoughts on social media. We are always needing to pay attention to what is not working for you or the opposite, do more of what's working for you. If this episode doesn't resonate for you because you're fine and you can use social media safely and freely, then keep going. What we need to pay attention to is when it is causing you to feel unhappy, anxious, upset or worried. We are all beautifully unique in our own way and it is unfair to compare ourselves to anyone else. After all, why would you want to be exactly like someone else? As you develop a healthier relationship with social media, use some of your extra time and brain power to work on loving yourself or liking yourself just as you are. This is the magic. So I want you to just pause and think about your relationship with social media. Is it a healthy one? Is it one that you could possibly put some changes in, as we've said? Change up your usage time. Maybe think about unfollowing some people who make you feel unsettled or unhappy. And definitely make sure that you are not looking at other people's lives and then switching it back to thinking that you're not having the life that you want or doing things that you want to do. There may well be something in that that you could make a change anyway in your life. So it's a short, sharp little check-in. Again, this podcast is here to give you a moment to just think about what's going on for you. What can you do differently? Where does your edge of your uncertainty or unsettlement sit? I want to thank you for listening in. I hope you found it um, a useful time just to pause. Remember, investing in your mind does take time. It needs respect and you need to keep going. Stick with yourself and stick with the journey that you've started. I've loved starting this process with you. And for those of you that are listening in, I want to say thank you. I hope that there's something in this episode that you can either use yourself or you could pass on to someone else. There are definitely people out there who are struggling because of social media and we need to make sure we can help them help themselves. So in next week's episode, we're going to start to look at mental health. It is such a huge topic and I think we can only do one bite-sized chunk at a time. So we're going to break down some of the stigma and we're going to find ways that we can look through the lens of mental health differently. I hope you can join me in next week's session. Thank you for listening and sharing in this episode of Mental Wealth. Remember, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. My last question to you is what is the one small thing that you can take action on from this episode? Message me on Instagram or through our website with questions you'd like me to explore. You'll find the links in the show notes. I'll be back with more tools and tips to make sense of your mind in the next episode. In the meantime, be kind to yourself. Bye for now. Oh, 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 oh,